The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. CSPN and the WrestleCast present to you Cast of Strong Style with your hosts JPK Moto and Don DeLorente. Hello. And welcome to Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? Hello, everyone. Hello, Don. Hey, man. Doing all right? I'm doing okay. All right. Have you uh, have you hit the wall on your G1 consumption yet, or are you still holding in there good? Man, a couple of days ago, I was starting to feel it, but the breaks between the shows really helped. Yes. It was just straight, 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 straight. That would kill me. Yes, the last couple of years they have kind of worked in a few more off days and off days in a row. So it does help the wrestlers and the viewers. So, you know, kind of get a chance to, you know, digest four days of, you know, really top notch wrestling, get a couple of days to kind of, you know, let that go through and then, you know, another set. So we're going to get right into it. But before we start, just going to remind you that Cast of Strong Style is being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. So we're going to pick up where we left off the last podcast, and that's night eight of the G1 tournament. And these are B-Block matches. So we start off with Goto versus Yano. Yano undoes the turnbuckle pad before the bell and runs wild early on, picking up several near falls. Goto cuts Yano off, hitting the spin kick, and then a Saito suplex for a two count. The Ishigaroshi followed by the GTR connects and Goto gets the win. I like that this match was short and sweet and got to the point. Yano almost got Goto so many times, but Goto needed him points. But this is a, a, a nice fun match. Right, right. Uh, Yano continuing, continuing, easy for me to say, to, uh, you know, wrestle a little bit, cheat a little bit, and throw a little comedy in there too. So I've been really. Uh, you know, enjoying his matches uh, this year in the G1. Our next, it's, it's been a joy watching Yano. Right, right. Our next matchup: Naito versus Tamatanga. Tamatanga counters Destino by tossing Naito into the ref. Then we get a Tangaloa run in. Then Evil runs in. Then Fale runs in. Then Bushi runs in, and he spits the miss to Fale and does a suicide dive out to Tangaloa. Naito hits it in Zaguri. And the Destino is countered with a low blow. But Naito hits a low blow to Tamatanga in return. And then he follows that up with the Destino. And Naito is victorious. Bro, I ain't watched this match. I'm tired of it. Like, the tongue is BS. <laughs> Naito was ready, I, 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 though. Of course Naito is ready. He's the, he's the, he's the star dress genius. I mean, he's still, he's still the star dress genius, even though he don't go by that name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had his boys on deck, and they was right there as soon as uh, the run-in started. Uh, he had Evil and, and Bushi right on the scene. So, yeah, it was, a, it was really cool to see that uh, he had maybe had something planned uh, going into this match. So, I liked it. But, yeah, but no Sonata anywhere n- near to be seen. Yeah. He the win. Yeah, yeah. He had the night off, man. You know, he's chilling. Mm, he ain't <laughs> had the night off. <laughs> so, we have Ishii. Versus Zack Saber Jr. Zack Saber Jr. escapes the Brainbuster and he looks for the Zack Driver. 
Ishii hits a headbutt, but Zack Sabre Jr. counters back and locks on a triangle, and Ishii fights. Ishii starts to fade. He fires up one last time, but Zack Sabre Jr. keeps the hold, and Ishii taps out. Unbelievable. This match, this match, my God. Like, Ishii has been one of the MVPs of the tournament thus far, and Zack Sabre Jr. have posted gems in, throughout the tournament as well. Like, just make Ishii tap is a very, very big thing because I've watched New Japan for a lot of years and I don't really remember Ishii tapping that much at all. So that was big for Zach. And also the fact that it was no outside crap. They just kept it in the ring and had a great match. And I love when you can have variety like that throughout the card. Like it seems at times too it seems too much at times in New Japan you see almost every match with an outside spot. The spots aren't the same, but still, to have your stuff stay in the ring and just have a great match, that's what's smart by Zack and Ishii. Yeah, it was very old school in that manner. Not really a lot of high flying, but they had a lot of good high spots, if, if you understand what I'm saying. So, exactly. uh, yeah, that was a highly enjoyable match. Next up, Juice Robinson versus Kenny Omega. Omega counters the juice box and hits a reverse runner. Juice counters the one-winged angel back into the juice box and gets a two-count. Juice fires up for, for, for Pulp Friction, but it gets countered by a V-Trigger. We get a net breaker by Kenny, followed by another V-Trigger, and the one-winged angel is countered into a cradle for a two. But that V-Trigger hits one more time, and then Kenny Omega gives Juice the one-winged angel, and Kenny Omega picks up the victory. I I enjoyed this match. It was different from the previous match because at this point this year they're both champions and it shows the growth of Juice. Um, I was kind of sad that Juice lost again and he was just, but I get it. IWGP does not joke about protecting their world heavyweight champion. That is one thing I will give them credit for as an organization. They protect their world champion. Yeah, um, this had a really cool callback. It had you know the roll up spot. Where uh, you know Juice won with the roll up, the, the, and last year's G one they called that back. Um, it just showed that you know Juice is closer, but not quite. And then he cut like a fantastic promo talking about you know he hadn't got a win yet, and you know if he can't win his next match, then you know he's just gonna quit the tournament and go home and go sit on the couch because you know he he's he's not advancing himself. In the way that he wants to. So, you know, just a, a really cool promo and, and a guy who understands where he is as far as, you know, right now with this losing streak in the G1. So really good stuff character wise and in ring from Juice Robinson. Yep. Yep. I enjoyed it. And uh, the explanation for why Sonata wasn't involved in the run in is because he was in the main event in his hometown. Mm-hmm. He was going up against. Kota Abushi, and um, this was just an athletic contest supreme. I, I watched this like perked up in my bed early on the morning in the morning on Saturday. Like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait for this match, and they did not disappoint. Abushi fires back with a huge lariat and hits the last ride for a great near fall. Abushi looks for the Kamagoye, but Sonata counters out and into the skull end, and then the draping neck breaker gets a two count. The skull end follows again. Sonata drops down and Abushi fights. Abushi starts to fade, but he fights one last time. 
Sonata lets go of the skull in, and then he heads up top, and he hits the moonsault, and Sonata gets the win. It was one of the best victories of Sonata's career in New Japan or probably overall. It was great that he got that win at home because in other countries, when people go home, it usually turns out bad for them. <laughs> um, just like for me, Bushi and Sonata are just like a mirror staring at each other. Granted, Bushi's older, but their athleticism is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and just seeing... Sonata step up to this level was great. I hope this is a match we see at the Dominion or the Dome someday in the future for big stakes. Title championships. Yeah, yeah. One day, man, I know me and you have been talking for a few months and we're like, Sonata's going to get the belt soon, sometime. He should be in the running next or if not next, like one or two more people away from him having to run with it. But, um, you know, like you said, New Japan does things in a long form, so it, it will be a great story that's told for Sonata to weave his way to becoming the IWGP champion, but it's going to happen eventually. Yep. So we're going to move on to night nine, and these are A-block matches. We start off with Michael Elgin versus Minoru Suzuki. Elgin fights Suzuki off, and he hits a Tiger Bomb for a near fall. Suzuki cuts Elgin off with the drop kick. Suzuki then lays in rapid fire strikes and he gets the hanging guillotine, which he turns into a sleeper. And then he goes for the Gotch Pile Driver and Minoru Suzuki gets the win. This match started for me like their never championship match at Destruction last year. And I was not feeling that at all. But eventually it found its, its pace midway and it had a hot ending. So props to them on this match. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, Michael Elgin putting in really good work. Minoru Suzuki is Minoru Suzuki. And uh, the bigger you are and the harder you hit, the more he likes it and he gets into it. So he had fun. I had fun. Young boys didn't have fun, but, you know. No, they did not. (laughs) Next up, we have Adam Page versus Evil. Page counters the German and hits the buckshot lariat for a near fall. Page looks for the rite of passage, but they work into counters and Evil hits a headbutt and lariat for two. Everything is evil connects and evil defeats Adam Page. It was an awesome match and it delivered. Yes, Page doesn't have the points, but he has the quality of matches in this tournament. Evil stepped up. It's been a weird tournament for him because he's had had really, really good matches or it's been like meh. Yeah, uh, Hangman Page is definitely getting a lot of crowd support, and uh, he's definitely showing that he can hang. And sometimes, you know, even though you don't win, like you said, just being able to prove that you can hang with so many different guys is a good way for you to, you know, get your push, you know, once things cycle back, you know, after, um, you know, this fall and, and winter time. So, you know, look for, you know, 2019 to be a really big year for Hangman Page. Especially if some of his billion being the Lee brothers leave, because that's going to open up spots for him. Right. Next up, we had the Switchblade, Jay White versus Bad Luck Fale. Jay White fights out of the Bad Luck Fall and then hits a Saito suplex. Fale counters out of the Blade Runner and we get a ref bump. Tangaloa runs into attack and then Tama Tonga arrives and looks for the gun stun, 
but Jay White fought, fights them off with a chair shot and a low blow to Fale. The gun stun connects out of nowhere, then Fale hits Bad Luck Fall, and Bad Luck Fale gets the win. It was alright. Did you cash out on this one too? It was. I watched it. It was alright. I watched it primarily to see how Jay White would handle the outside interference. He did a good job, but I love the fact that Chaos punished him and did not come to help him. I was like, in my mind, I was imagining, yo, in the backseat, this is what you get, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Tanahashi faced off with Makabe. Makabe takes Tanahashi up top, and he looks for the spider German. Tanahashi fights, but Makabe hits the overhead belly to belly, but he misses the King Kong knee drop. We get the sling blade by Tanahashi, and Makabe kicks out at one. Tanahashi hits the high fly high cross body and then he follows that up with the high fly flow and Tanahashi gets the win. Good match. I like the like the exposition displayed by the commentator team talking about how Makabe was one of his first opponents, so and how important that is in the culture to go back to because that's shows the starting point and shows where he's at right now. So it was cool. It's cool, man. That was a good match. Yeah, it took a little minute for me to get into it, but once they, you know, kind of got about midway into it, I, I picked up on it as well and was like, okay, yeah, I'm into it now. Mm-hmm. Our main event of the evening, we had Okada versus Yoshihashi and his wig. What's up, Moto? How you doing? <laughs> Okada counters the Fisherman's Buster, but Yoshihashi hits the Super Kick and a Brain Buster for two. Okada fights off Karma. Hits the Tombstone and a Rainmaker. Okada hits another Rainmaker and Okada gets the win. Man, this is my favorite match of the night. And I didn't expect that coming into the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she actually stepped it up. The call back to Wrestle Kingdom 6, brother. Yeah. Oh my God. Okada breaking out that old school. The step through Rainmaker. The old school Rainmaker to set up to the current Rainmaker. Ah, that match was... Yeah, I mean, people give A Block a lot of crap. That match was ridiculous. And Night Now was one of my favorite nights of, like, G1. Um, Rocky Romero did a really good job of, um, you know, detailing the history of that Wrestle Kingdom 6 match and kind of where they were at the time of that match and who he thought was going to be the star. And uh, he said he thought Yoshihashi was the guy who was destined to be, you know, all world, everything. And turned out that it was Okada instead. And then, like you said, they had so many different callbacks to, to that, you know, match that they had way back when. So, you know, just another great display by those guys, man. I hated that Russell Kingdom six match. (laughs) I hate, I watched that. I was like, I watched that, then watched the main event, and then I saw Okada coming out of the challenge. So I was like, what type of bull is this? This guy sucked. <laughs> and then, and because then, back then, you didn't really have instant access to, like, New Japan. So I would fall out of watching it and whatnot. But then I heard, like, a month or so later that he that same dude beats out of Hossi. I was like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> and then I'm and now here we are now, and he's one of the best wrestlers ever. So things change, but yeah, man, that was a wild time. I, I kind of, I'm starting to like the theory that they purposely did that, made Okada wrestle that badly, so when he faced, when he faced Tanahashi, nobody would believe he has a chance. 
which made the upset even more ridiculous in New Beginning the next month. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes you got to, you know, throw them off the scent a little bit, sandbag a little bit just to, you know, get what you want to get, you know, across to some people. So if they sucked you in all the way and got you feeling to that effect, then they definitely did their job. <laughs> all right, so that was nights eight and nine. This is Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm joined by my co-host, Anwar Starwin. And Cast a Strong Style can be found on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and there's one more, but I can't think of it. So iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. <laughs> I don't guess me in. I got that at the top of the show. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so night 10, we go back to the B block. Tamatanga versus Zack Sabre Jr. We get a ref bump, and Tangaloa runs in and attacks Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. tries to fight them off, but he gets cut off. Tamatanga accidentally gun stuns Tangaloa, and then we get a triangle choke by Zack Sabre Jr. Tamatanga taps, but there's no ref. We get a gun stun attempt from Tama, but that's countered, and Zack Sabre Jr. locks on an armbar. Fale arrives, and he hits the grenade on Zack just in time for the referee to catch it, and Tamatanga gets disqualified. It was a heck of a match up until the the ending there. I'm gonna trust you on that, bro. <laughs> it was really good. I, I really like I, I like Zack Sabre Jr. wrestling anybody. So because you know it's it's just a clash of styles, but this was really good. I, I thought that you know he made Tamatanga have to actually wrestle, and Tamatanga wanted to brawl, but you know Zack Sabre grabbing his arms and and putting him in all type of predicaments actually made it into a wrestling match until. You know, we get the run-ins mm-hmm. and everything. So, mm-hmm. Next up, we had Juice Robinson versus Yano. Yano sends Juice into the exposed buckle, and the ref stops the low blow, but Yano gets the cradle for a two count. Juice Robinson fires up with jabs, and then he unwraps his cast. Yano cuts him off, but Juice hits pulp friction, and Juice Robinson gets his first victory in this year's G1. I love the hybrid that Yano displayed in the match. And the, the 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 pillar fight between Juice, Juice and Yano was hilarious. <laughs> right, right. I was just happy Juice finally got a win. Yeah, definitely um, was overdue, and uh, hopefully this will kind of springboard him to a couple of victories in a row, and he can get a respectable point total before this is all said and done. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, probably the match of the G one so far. Kota Abushi versus Ishii. Abushi hits a brain buster and Ishii pops up and hits an Inziguri, but Abushi hits the Bombaye and Ishii kicks out at one. The Kamagoye is countered by Ishii. They trade strikes and Abushi hits a head kick, followed by the Kamagoye on Ishii and Kota Abushi gets a hard earned victory. I love that you noticed the Bombaye because I feel like that's just a shout out. So like old fans and the fact that part of the reason you got the Kamagoye is from like wrestling Nakamura. So hoping some of these rumors I hope that rumor might come out true that yeah, Nakamura's like, you know what, I'm kinda of tired of this here. I wanna go home. So we can really get that Ubushi versus Nakamura feud going again. But for this match, Ibushi versus Ishii, yeah, man. One of the best matches of the tournament and one of the best matches of the year. 
I gave it five stars. Yeah, man, this was fantastic. This was this was a match that as soon as uh, I watched it, because I watched it a day after it actually happened, I had to mm-hmm. go find it on alternative means and post it and was like, if you're any type of wrestling fan, please watch this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's not a long match. They just told their story and got the hell out of Dodge. Right, right. Man, Ishii has just been fantastic. Goodness gracious. Both of them have been fantastic in this tournament, man. Right, right. Naito, he faced off against Goto. Goto counters to Stino into a reverse GTR. Goto fires up with kicks. Naito counters out the GTR and looks for Destino, but that gets countered by Goto with headbutts. Naito counters another GTR into the Destino for a near fall. Naito hits another Destino, and Naito gets the win. It was a good match. It was. It's kind of hard to come off to a great match. Mm-hmm. New Japan is great at that, but... No, Naito and Goto just had a good match, and there's nothing wrong with having a good match because it's a long tournament. So, right, right. And I mean, considering the match that was before them, they probably made a few changes to the match that they were going to have to try to, you know, maybe not try to top it, but just, you know, let's just go have a solid match because we're not going to be with what we got to follow. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So. Our main that was our main event for night ten was Naito versus Goto. So we're gonna move over to night eleven. Uh, we missed Omega versus Sonata. Did I miss that one? Yeah, you missed that one. Oh well, Kenny Omega ends up winning that one over Sonata. Yeah, yeah he won that one, and I really wanted Sonata to win because it's kind of like feeling to the point with that Omega in this tournament. Right, starting to feel like Cena like for some of us who's Westerners, <laughs> and, and that's kind of hard for us to deal with because we actually watched New Japan to get away from that. But good, it was it was a good it was a good match, really good match. You yeah. should check out Omega versus Sana too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I can't believe I missed that one on my notes. Uh, night eleven, back to the A block. Bad Luck Fale faces off against Makabe. Kabe fights off the grenade and he hits the lariat and takes down Fale. Tongaloa pulls out the ref and attacks Makabe. Makabe fights back and he heads up top, but Tongaloa distracts him, allowing Fale to slam him down. Fale lays out Makabe with chain and covers him for the win. Man, I'm going to keep it real funky with you. The only thing I liked about this match was Tongaloa's intro. I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> Uh, yes, the uh, the new Tongaloa uh, rap uh, introductions have become highlights of the uh, of the Tongan matches, especially the uh, little jabs and digs at Roman after they got into their little Twitter spat. <laughs> uh, he says he said uh, there's no need to cock the fist when he can beat you with the Tongan twist. Talking about Tamatonga, <laughs> so that's pretty good. <laughs> We get Jay White versus Hangman Page. Adam Page looks for the rite of passage, but Jay White counters out, and Page spits at him, and that breaks up the Blade Runner. Page super kicks the chair into Jay White's face, but he argues with the ref, which allows Jay White to hit a low blow, and he follows that up with the Blade Runner, and Jay White gets the win. I like this match, and I like the crowd participation in this match compared to the one in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 
the match at Long Beach was a better match. Mm-hmm. Because you got to also think about it. They didn't have the dynamics of a, this tournament going forward. They could just have a great match and have a couple of days of rest. Right. So they so they were actually being really smart for their age and what they did, but it was still an entertaining match. Right, right. Definitely, um, you know, a good, good, good showcase again for Adam Page. And then, you know, Switchblade living up to his, you know, heel tactics and, and doing what he's got to do to get a win. So uh, a win-win situation for both guys there. Next, we have Evil versus Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki fires up, and they trade trade strikes until Evil hits a big roaring elbow. Suzuki counters Darkness Falls, and he gets the sleeper and looks for the Gotch Piledriver. Suzuki goes back to the sleeper, and then the Gotch Piledriver follows, and Minoru Suzuki picks up the win. It was a solid match. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, Minoru Suzuki was slowing down a little bit in this one. Um, he didn't seem to have the same snap on some of those forearms and those strikes that he usually does. So, you know, the tournament may be starting to catch up with him a little bit. At least it looked like it in this match to me. See, when you know you have an older wrestler and it's kind of worn down, maybe it's on maybe it's on evil to actually bump more or take more hits. It's so to help him through that match. So that's maybe something evil needs to work on, too. Right. I mean, we're all working. We're all works in progress, so I'm not going to kill you before. <laughs> Next up, we had the ace Tanahashi versus Yoshihashi. Tanahashi hits the straight jacket German, and that gets a two count. Tanahashi heads up top, and the high fly flow misses. Tanahashi starts to favor his knee. Yoshihashi hits a running meteora, and that gets a two count. Tanahashi counters the butterfly lock into a cradle, and Tanahashi gets the win. Yoshihashi was so distraught after he got cradled up. (laughs) It's some kind of speculation that that match ended faster because Tana might have got hurt during it. That's why Yoshi reacted like that. That's speculation by some. Oh, okay. Speculation by some. Um, This match felt longer than it actually was. I enjoyed it. And again, it would display was on display that Tana is very given in a match, even with the finish. He didn't kill Tacos. Tacos had enough offense and he shined even though he lost the match. So that's protecting both people. And I really love stuff like that. It's like little things like that that I don't always see from Omega. Omega is kind of like Nakamura in a sense, in the sense that. It's up to you to match my level, and it's not up to me to lower myself to get you to my level. Right, right. Our main event, Okada versus Michael Elgin. Elgin hits Splash Mountain, and that gets a good near fall. Elgin takes uh, Tanada, uh, Okada excuse me, back up top and looks for the burning hammer, but Okada counters out, and they work into several other counters. Okada hits the tombstone and the Rainmaker, followed by another Rainmaker, and Okada. Gets his fourth victory in a row. Okada started slow, but he's he's catching, he's hitting stride right now. That that Okada Tanahashi match is going to be big at the end of the block, my dude. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's starting to um find the old Okada in the midst of the new Okada, and uh, and some of the things are are starting to you know revert back to him winning matches and stuff. He did another light variation of the Rainmaker in this match too. Yep, he so, did it again. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah I like seeing that. He, that was a cool combo. 
Yeah. I think it was the Tombstone. I think it was the Tombstone, the Rain, the old school Rainmaker, and the current Rainmaker. I was like, wow. Yep, yep. That was the finish to the match. And uh, another just excellent performance by Michael Elgin. I mean, just he gets the crowd behind him. And he lays his shit in, and he fucking takes shit. I mean, to be a big guy, you know, he definitely gives as good as he gets. So, big shout out again to Michael Elgin. Maybe a suspect human being, but he's one hell of a wrestler. <laughs> um, this match was awesome. I I don't think it's better than their match last year, but it was still awesome. So, props to both men. Right, right. So, you know what? I didn't take the points down. Uh, this time to give you guys an update of what the points are in the block. But Kenny Omega's undefeated. He's got 10 points. And I know Tanahashi is like 4-1 and one or something. He's got 8 points. Or no, he's got 10 points too, I think. I think he's only lost one match. So he's got anywhere. I think he, I think he might have lost two matches. I'm not sure. All right. So I know he's got he's got 8 points, I think. I know for sure mm-hmm. he's, he's the leader in the A block too. So um, do you think Kenny's going to go undefeated? I hope not. I'm an Omega fan, and I want to see him do well, but I don't want him to just beat everybody. Who do you think? You think it'll be like an upset victory, or you think it they'll come down to Abushi and him at the end, and Abushi get finds a way to get it done so they can set something up for later. I'm gonna go. I I'm kind of go with my man on Twitter at guy guyjen. He's I, I I'm with him. I think Yano's gonna roll his roll his butt up and just steal a victory. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a possibility. I could see Ishii beating them. And I could see instead of Ibushi beating Omega, I could see it being a draw. They draw. That could be a draw. I, that's how I'm kind of seeing it. I could see a draw. Because it usually is one draw in this thing at, at some point. It, 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 it usually is. People probably thinking it's going to be Tanahashi and Okada again as a draw, but it might not be. It might be Ibushi and Omega. So, got it. Like I think, like it'll be a situation where Ibushi is like, like maybe a point, maybe two points behind him or mm-hmm. something, or like they'll be tied. And I think maybe be some type of tiebreaker. I don't know. I got to calculate in my head, but it'll be crazy. Yeah. So. um we're heading, I think there's what, another about 10 days to go in this because they go to the uh, 14th, I think, but they still have some some more days scheduled for off days and things up in there. So uh, we're coming down to the home stretch, though. So it's going to be real interesting. These next few matches are going to set up that final weekend and uh, that Budokan shows are going to be fantastic. That, that uh, I think that's going to be Friday and Saturday and, this, and the final is going to be on Sunday, right? I think that's the way it works. I think so. Yeah, so I uh, can't wait. We're getting down to the home stretch, so it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, um, that Abushi Ishi match, uh, go out of your way to find that. You can do a hashtag what we are watching, cast of strong style search. Do both of those hashtags, and it'll come right up. And uh, mm-hmm. spend like 21 minutes of your life watching that match, and you will not be disappointed, I promise. Cool, yep, I agree. So at this time, Anwar, I'm open it up to you, man, for your uh, shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to everyone that listens, who retweets the, the the posts for the episodes, and the people that actually like engages with us and uses the hashtag. I appreciate y'all. 
All right. Before I get into my shout outs and thank yous, I just want to let you know that this episode of Cast a Strong Style is being brought to you by Patreon.com, specifically www.patreon.com forward slash CSPN. Join our Patreon. Become a Patreon. We have a couple of tiers. We have you can just join for a dollar and just support the shows and be a proud sponsor of the podcast. Or you can join our second tier, which is our CSPN Backstage Pass. That's our $3 tier. And basically that gives you exclusive content to our Patreon feed, to um, our pre-shows, lost shows, special interviews, and any type of, you know, special um, exclusive content that we have here on CSPN. So please consider becoming a CSPN Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. And I'd like to thank you once again for joining me here on Cast a Strong Style. I'd like to give a shout out to JPK Moto. Hopefully she's doing good and she's been enjoying the G1. Give a shout out to all the listeners of Cast a Strong Style and the WrestleCast. Like Anwar said, give a big shout out to everybody who engages with us. I know Terry's boy, Koopa Kente. They've been uh, real active here the past couple of days, um, you know, using the hashtags and, and commenting back and forth with us. We definitely appreciate that. Um, continue to do that. Share the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Um, retweet and, uh, you know, share the uh, podcast episodes. Like Anwar said, continue to spread the reach of Cast a Strong Style. So we definitely appreciate you guys supporting us and we'll keep continuing to bring you great content, um, you know, from New Japan. So. On that note, for my co-host, Anwar Starwin, I'm Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, cast of strong, strong stars.